Hi, I'm Erin Hartz. Welcome to Grace Plus Boundaries, a weekly memoir in a podcast. I've realized through the past decade of my recovery that I learn the most about emotional maturity through listening to the triumphant stories of others. Are you yearning to unpack the effects of intergenerational trauma in your life? Do you want to stay true to your feelings, yet also learn how to accommodate the sensibilities of your loved ones? I'm dedicated to cracking the code of combining boundary setting with grace towards one another. Educate, evaluate, and evolve. Let's do this together. Welcome back. So today I'm going to talk about the healing powers of music. Don't you think just intuitively, we all know that's true, that music can be so healing. I know when I go to live music performances, I just feel like my heart grows to be a larger size than it normally is because I can feel it resonate with me. And I've always had that where I'll go to a a musical and I'll just choke up and start crying when it starts because hearing that orchestra with their first few notes is just so beautiful and breathtaking and there's that feeling of being in a room with everybody enjoying live music that I think we all love and gravitate towards. So I'm going to be talking about that today and how can we use music in our lives to soothe ourselves? How can we as trauma survivors use music to help us be calmer throughout the day and all that? So I'm going to talk about my experience with that today and at the end I'll share some ways that music can enhance our life. Um, So I know that we all know this, but it's just a reminder to me and to you to bring music into our life. So I grew up as a kid in a family where my mom was constantly singing. She loves to sing. She plays the flute beautifully. And so from a young age, my parents really, my dad's really a lover of music. He doesn't play as much, but he's always been a passionate um, listener of, of music and opera and all that kind of stuff. So he would expose us to all sorts of music when we were little. And then my mom had us in violin lessons when we were really little, but I always wanted to play the piano. So um, once my hands got big enough, quote unquote, is kind of what people said. Um, I was about seven when I started taking piano lessons. And so I love the piano. I love playing the piano. And so I took lessons for a long time. And then I took flute lessons and was part of the marching band, played piccolo. I'm definitely a band band geek or band nerd. It was so much fun. And I even played in college bands. That's how serious I was about it. That was really fun. You get to travel all over the place. Um, But then sadly, when I got married, I kind of stopped doing any of my my music for a while. We did have a piano, but my ex-husband, he was a very, he is a very talented musician, played a ton of different instruments and was even in a band. And I allowed his playing to really overshadow mine. And I allowed myself to just let him take the lead. And I kind of quit doing music. I didn't play very much for those years in my 20s and, and early 30s. But then the pandemic came and my healing started 
And I started thinking, you know, I really want to bring more music into my life. And even though I feel like I'm a musical person, I haven't really shown that to my son very well. So I started thinking about getting a piano. And so I, the universe helped me and I was able to get a piano into my house without paying for it, amazingly enough. Um, And then I did start paying for my son to take lessons and he was seven. He started taking lessons over a year ago now and um, it really helped us. So I started playing the piano more again, then my son was taking lessons, and then every week we would get to go to the studio and see a bunch of people in person during the pandemic with masks on, you know, learning how to play different instruments, and I got to share my, start sharing my love of music with my son, and it was just so delightful. So he started taking piano, and his teacher was really inspiring and just had so much success in his teacher as a vocalist. So he would sometimes sing a little opera for us or and I was just so um, amazed at the talent that this man had. And I realized I really wanted to be a singer. So I have been kind of a shy person a lot of my life, or at least that's how people described me as a child. I didn't talk that much. I was pretty compliant, and they'd say I was shy. Um, and if I'm with the right people, I'm not shy at all, but I am kind of quiet um, and reserved at times. And so singing for me, singing in front of even my teacher was really challenging. Like I was so embarrassed and ashamed to do that, but I wanted it. I wanted to try something new. I took a leap of faith. I asked his teacher if he would take, uh, if I could take voice lessons from him. So I started taking them. And around that time, also in the pandemic, we had a friend of mine who was going through a rough time and she was living with us for a while. And so as I'm starting to take voice lessons I had to practice at home of course and she was there in the house all the time and I was so embarrassed to be singing I'd be trying to sing quietly which you know it's just really not possible if you're really trying to learn how to sing it's it's resonant and big and loud and and so I had to get over that and start really letting go I mean it was a practice in letting go so this past year I took lessons from that teacher and then I switched to a different teacher and it has really enhanced my life and so I started singing my favorite things first then my son learned he's learned all the lyrics of every song that I've sung and it's so cute so we'll sing my favorite things together and it's really brought a lot of joy into our lives and I'm so proud of of just having fun singing trying something new it has really made my life better and trying something, taking that leap of faith. So I encourage you to try something new with music. Maybe it's not uh, taking lessons for an instrument, or maybe it is. Like we can all learn something new. Um, Any instrument that you're just always loving the sound of, you know, why not try taking a class? Why not try just turning on that music? Like I love the cello. Like if I take Another instrument, if I take lessons of something else, I'll probably go to the cello next because I just love listening to it. So lately, I'll ask my little, um, what is her name? Alexa. Alexa, play <laughs> play cello music. And I, there you go. And there you have it, right? She plays cello music for me. So thank you, Alexa. But it's just so beautiful. And 
I guess what I'm saying is for some reason, when I was in my state of really being depressed and really feeling like life didn't have a lot to offer for me and not knowing how to get out of that, that I wasn't using the tool of music in my life to make me feel better. And now I choose to bring that into my daily life. I wake up and part of my routine is listening to meditation music while I eat breakfast or while I journal. I just love the sound of those calm tones. And I mean, it's scientifically proven that music can help us relax. And the other thing I learned, I was listening to a an audiobook last night by this lady who's the holistic psychologist. If you haven't checked her out, she's on Instagram and she has a new book out um, called How to Do the Work. And I'm listening to it right now. It's so good. I really recommend it. And one of the things she says is that using our voice actually helps um, de- let's see, to relax our nervous system because of this nerve called the vagus nerve. And she talks a lot about that, but it helps regulate our system to help us feel more peaceful and relaxed. And singing is one of those activities that can make us feel more relaxed. And so no wonder why I felt so much happier this year. That's a part of it is I sing a lot more than I used to. And now it's like another invitation for me to, when I remember, sing a song that I love and just appreciate music. And I remember my piano teacher when I was in high school, she would tell me sometimes, Erin, what do you want to you know, do with your life? What do you want to be? Because music therapy is becoming a really big deal. And she would say you could go into that field and use music as um, a healing method for for people that are going through stuff. And it didn't spark my interest really back then because I didn't really know what she was talking about. But now that sounds so interesting and amazing. So I looked up a little article about the healing properties of music. And I'm going to attach it there onto the show notes so that you can read it too. But it just talks about a few of the things that music can do for us, that it's great therapy for people that have gone through trauma that helps us relax and all that. So um, one, it's a great self-expression. And I know when I activate my creativity, I am just so much happier. I feel so healthy and good about myself when I allow myself to be creative in any way. And singing is a huge part of that. Um, It says it it soothes the nervous system. And even just talking um, to a friend, it, it, it helps activate that vagus nerve. So any kind of using our voice and, and our singing and all that, it helps calm us down. And then the music therapy, it can change our mood. It can reduce pain. It can boost our performance. Like I'm a teacher, so I put on Call Me Music a lot during class. If we're doing something where my students are writing something for a longer period of time, I usually put on some music. And um, one of my students was even like, are you trying to put us to sleep? (laughs) Because I had some really calm music on one time, but I'm not trying to put them to sleep, but I am trying to relax them because if, if I know that if we are more regulated, then we're able to take in more information and also 
put out some deeper, richer content to it for more regulated. And then it also connects us with others, like that feeling of when we're in a room and hearing music together and seeing live music. It's such a wonderful feeling. So I encourage you, my friends here on this podcast, to use music in your daily life. How can you bring a song you love into your daily life? I used to have music shame. Like I love Celine Dion. I love love songs. I love her voice, but she's not a cool person to like. So, you know, I just sing her music in my car and no one needed to know about it, you know, but now I don't have that anymore. I think it's cool when I can express myself and I'm going to listen to whatever music makes me happy. I don't have to be cool. So I'm just giving you the invitation here. Whatever music makes you happy, go listen to that right now. Enjoy those songs that you loved when you were a teenager or that you loved when you were a kid because they make us so much joyful, more joyful and happy. And, um, you know, we need that in our lives. I need that in my life, I'm sure. So I hope you got something out of that. And I can't wait to hear if you want to find me on Instagram and tell me what music you're listening to. I'd love to hear it. So DM me there and I will reply to you and we can have a nice connection. Take care. You deserve a big high five and a smile in the mirror for showing up for yourself today. Thank you for your dedication to introspection and self-awareness because our personal evolution is what will make this world a better place. If you enjoyed the episode, please give me a five-star review and share it with a friend. And let me know if you want to be a guest to share how you are navigating intergenerational trauma in your life. You're welcome to join my free monthly goal-setting workshop on the first Wednesday of every month. Just DM me at iHeartsAaron.